Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the best of Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday. From 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. This is the Best of the Herd with Colin Cowherd on Fox Sports Radio. So, here come the Warriors. You sold your stock. I see all the Twitter activity. I bought your stock. As your stockbroker, I suggested buy on the dips, and here they come. I have a rule in life when it comes to sports or non-sports. Hire smart people. They'll eventually figure stuff out. Steve Kerr, Bob Meyer, the GM, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson. There's a ton of intellectual basketball capital in this organization. Their defense was predictably bad this year. Why? Because they had a long playoff run it's a veteran team and they're still trying to bridge the gap with their young players and their old players but in the last five or six games here they come and this is without Steph Curry who comes back Sunday and Andrew Wiggins one of their better wing defenders it reminds me a lot of the New England Patriots they would stumble in their dynasty in September they'd been on a long playoff run the year before so their players get to their vacations later than everybody else their players you know they want a title they write a book they do a movie whatevs they come back and they experiment they're a little choppy in September and everybody says now it's this year for the Ravens and the Steelers and the and then by November and December because of all the intellectual capital in the building with Belichick and Brady and Robert Kraft and Josh McDaniel and veteran players your Teddy Bruschi types and your Rodney Harrisons they always figured it out by the end of the year doesn't mean you always win a championship but the fans in the media now are so impatient and we've got to be honest about this October, November, December, that's not real basketball. It's regular season basketball. It's your rotations defensively aren't locked in. You're going to make moves. You're experimenting a lot. 
And Steph Curry, by the way, is always easy to integrate back into an offense. Remember when John Morant went down, I think it was last year, and the Grizzlies went on this fantastic run. They were like 20-5, and and there were some actual conversations about when you bring him back, will he take shots away from other players? You never have to worry about that with Steph Curry because he's been injured enough in his career, and he's missed enough stretches. When he comes back, they're roaring to go. And this whole season, I've been saying, this is the year where the old guys are a little older than they were and the young guys aren't quite ready, but they could be. So Kuminga now is playing real minutes. He gives them athleticism off the bench. Jordan Poole has matured in the last year. He's more consistent. You've got Lamb and Green size, bigs that can run the floor off the bench. DiVincenzo gives you leadership. And they brought in Gary Payton. They now have the deepest backcourt I remember in a decade. If When Payton comes back in a month, now they have an elite defensive stopper. So they've got everything. Basketball fans fall in love with style and flash and dunks. But Milwaukee right now and Boston are the two best teams in the East. And they're not... They're not jazzy. They're not flashy. And the Warriors, by the way, have Steph. So they're always a great fun watch. But the truth is, this is about defense. If you watch them play, it's about their depth and their defense. And Draymond Green's as good as any player in the league at doing that. And Steve Kerr talked about it last night. Brady got the credit, but New England's dominance always started with superior defensive game plans from Belichick and Steph and the three ball get all the credit with the Warriors, but it all starts with defense and here's Kerr after last night's thrashing of the Clippers. There's a grit that comes with defense that allows you uh, to shake it off and keep keep playing. You know when you're when you're struggling, um, it's hard to do that when you're just trading buckets. And um, so for most of the season, our defense has been pretty poor. And um, so I think grit goes hand in hand with defense. Our defense has been dramatically better in these last four games, and uh, hopefully that continues. The Tim Duncan dynasty started with defense. The Heatles, by the way, a great defensive team. The Warriors dynasty, fantastic. And the two best teams in the East, Milwaukee and especially Boston, it all starts on the defensive end. You don't get a lot of that in the regular season. Why? The season's too long. It's 82 games. You can't ask guys to do three-quarters court pressure when you're on a plane after the game, flying all night, getting up early, shoot around, quick team meal, take a nap, go to the arena. You're not going to get it. In fact, the Warriors play again tonight at home. They probably won't play nearly as good defensively. It is very hard in basketball to play both ends of the floor, and the Warriors and the Celtics and the Bucks demand you play great defense. So they may not be as good tonight, but they'll be good in the playoffs when everybody's equally rested. It's the smartest coaching staff, and Draymond Green continues to be the league's best defender. If you watched that game last night, nobody defends people beyond the man he's supposed to be guarding more than Draymond Green. And Chris Finch, coach of the T-Wolves, was on our show earlier this week, and he said it all starts with Draymond for this team. He does all the things necessary to win and also cements that team together. You know, he's happy to walk away with 14 assists if that's what it takes or, you know, guard the best player every night or is always in the right help spot. It feels like the, when you're playing the Warriors, there's two Draymonds out there. There's the one that's guarding the ball and there's the one that's guarding everybody else, <laughs> you know. And, um, and so it, for a long, long time, if you don't have the right personnel, 
uh, and you go up against those guys and having Draymond on the floor, he's so smart defensively. He literally is like having a sixth man out there. Yeah, the Clippers, a really talented team, ran into that defensive buzzsaw after half. Third quarter got blown out. They are back. They found the young bridge players to play supportive roles behind the veteran stars. Here comes Stephen Wiggins. I believe they escape the West, play KD and the Suns in the Western Conference Finals, but it'll be Warriors and either the Celtics or the Bucks May and June. Okay, so yesterday we said the Jets, the Raiders, and the Titans appear to be out on Aaron Rodgers. Now, you never know what happens, but the Titans GM said we're keeping Tannehill. A story in The Athletic, the Jets don't want to give up multiple first-round picks for Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, the Raiders, Josh McDaniels came out and said, the bottom line, if you look in our division, Herbert Mahomes, it's finding a quarterback, supporting him, building around him. That's what you want to do in this league. But in fairness now, we also have to mention there appears to be a new team that wants Aaron. And uh, we, we say, Aaron, follow Tom Brady's lead. You may want to listen to this. The Carolina Panthers who have a very good staff, everybody's been lauding that staff over the last three weeks to a month, are interested. This is a very good fit for Aaron Rodgers. Number one, he would easily be the best quarterback in the division. NFC South is garbage. He would not be part of a rebuilding team. They have two very good tackles. One's a kid, one's a veteran. They've got DJ Moore. Uh, they've got a great defensive end. This is not a total rebuild roster. Uh, number three is their owner's David Tepper. He's highly aggressive. He'll go get people at the trading deadline. And number four, Frank Reich. Played in the NFL at quarterback. Andrew Luck, Phillip Rivers, Carson Wentz. Their last year with him was their most efficient year as a pro. This really, really works. Follow Tom Brady's lead. Stay in the playoffs, stay relevant, stay in the NFC. Now, Green Bay would like to ship him to the AFC, but it doesn't appear that we have a big market. Titans, Raiders, and Jets appear to be out. Also, because of the Christian McCaffrey trade, Carolina's got six picks in the first four rounds. So they can give Green Bay a second. They can give Green Bay a fourth and retain their second and fourth. They can give them a number one pick next year. This is not a rebuilding roster. They got their tackles and a star receiver set. They've got a very good front seven defensively. Uh, J.C. Horn's a corner they drafted. When he's healthy, he's elite. They are not far off. they got to plug a couple of holes in the draft. Aaron Rodgers would elevate them easily to the best offense in the division. This one makes sense. It's a small market media, much like Green Bay. You're not going from Green Bay to New York. You're going to another very friendly small market media. Uh, so we got two teams now, Green Bay and Carolina, Tom Brady could have chosen a lot of places to go. There's two weird divisions in football, both in the South. NFC South, AFC South, and the NFC South right now is a mess. After Frank Reich, I'm not sure I trust any of the coaches, and I don't like any of the quarterbacks as franchise guys. It is wide open to walk in there. So that one makes a lot of sense. They have draft capital after the McCaffrey deal with San Francisco. David Tepper's aggressive. He'll go get people. Carolina's a pretty good free agent market. Guys want to play there. That's exciting for Aaron Rodgers. Stay in the NFC. I know Green Bay said, Green Bay said they want to, people say a lot of things. But if somebody gives you a first, a second, a fourth, and nobody else is interested, you take it, you start Jordan Love. So that's fun. I like that. That's good. I know you're wincing over there, J-Mac. That, that's pretty fresh. I like that. It's not bad. 
I'll say the problem is Frank Reich was just in Indy where he was playing, you know, quarterback musical chairs for five years. How long do you think Aaron Rodgers goes to Carolina and it works out smoothly? Two years. You sure about that? Yeah, I am. If he's going to say two years and, you know, if you can guarantee Aaron Rodgers two years with Frank Reich, I think he takes that in a heartbeat. But the problem is, do you trust Aaron Rodgers, Mr. Ayahuasca, Mr. Darkness Retreat, to be on the straight and narrow in Carolina? Well, he may go sideways in year three. <laughs> I would give up a second, a fourth, and a first to get Aaron Rodgers in that division. Absolutely. Had no problem doing that. A way to one, two, and a four? No, I would give you a two and a four this year and a number one next year. That's... That would give the Packers... Well, if I'm Green Bay, I'm doing that in a heartbeat. Yeah. You don't think Aaron Rodgers were three picks? And those are good picks. At 39, no. I wouldn't give up my number one pick this year because I would want to solve my one big dilemma. They got a, a good pick. There's somebody up there that could help them, but mm. I'll give you a second of four. That McCaffrey deal, they got a lot of picks. Like Seattle this year got a lot of picks off that Russell Wilson deal. So they'd be the favorite in that division for sure. Favorite? Without question, yeah. It's like Brady showing up. It's over. Brady uh, couldn't even get it right for 12 games. They were 7-5, and five and they still want it going away. Unless Tampa can surprise you with a quarterback, oh. and I think we've got one later in the show. Oh, boy. Just teasing right. the headlines. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This Bryce Young kid at Alabama, I mean, he always says the right stuff at the podium. Really thoughtful kid, uh, but he's small. He's like 5'10 and a half, 190 pounds. Uh, played in warm weather California. Then Nick Saban took him down to warm weather Tuscaloosa. And there are concerns about like Chicago, cold weather, or Seattle. 
Um, I, I do think it's important to remember that in the NFL, when OBJ went to the Rams, nobody thought that was going to last forever. Did he make the Rams better quickly, urgently? Yes. There's no question. And it's okay. We see this all the time. When Tom Brady called Antonio Brown to play for the Buccaneers, nobody thought it would last very long. But it worked and made him better, and he made a catch or two in the Super Bowl. Not every deal has to be a 401k. Not every draft pick has to be a 401k. This is a urgent league where some players can help you get you out of a really ugly, chaotic spot. And I think Bryce Young has a chance to be really good. I just don't know how long he's going to be really good. Josh Allen could play for 20 years. You see his body. He can play for a long time. Brady, Manning, Brady's big. He's 6'4 and a half, 6'5, 230. Some guys are built to play forever. Kyler Murray's not. But if you take Arizona, they're a tire fire, and he gets you to the playoffs three years later, he's worth it. Um, seven years is a long time in the NFL. Three years. Do you realize seven coaches on average, seven coaches on average are fired every year? That means every four years in the NFL, we essentially turn over the almost the entire league in coaches. Not name Andy Reid or Bill Belichick. Take out Andy Reid and Belichick. Every four years, we flush all new coaches. So it's like if Bryce Young lasted four years and was good for three of them, would you draft him? He talked at the Combine about his size. I've been this size, uh, you know, respectfully my, my whole life. Um, you know, I, I know who I am. Um, I, you know, I know what I can do. And, you know, for me, you know, I think it, it, it's fair. You know, everyone can, can speculate and ask whatever questions are necessary. But, you know, I'm going to continue to control what I can control. I'm keep working my hardest to put myself in a good position. And I'm confident in myself. I know what I can do. And, you know, I'm just excited to get to that next level. For the record, I'll throw up Atlanta again. Offensive coach in a dome. Four of the nine teams in the top of the draft, four of nine, are in divisions that don't have great quarterbacks. AFC South, Texans, Colts, <laughs> right? Uh, or the NFC South, Panthers, Falcons. Start looking around, right? There's a lot of dome teams in there. Four of the nine teams, front nine. Bad divisions, domes, or you're playing warm-weather Carolina. I think he could work there for a couple of years. I mean, if you put him tomorrow in Atlanta with Drake London and Kyle Pitts, would you watch? I would. He played in the SEC. He'd play in a dome. I'd watch. So some of this stuff is flipping stocks. It's not 401K. These are not bonds. Some of these you're not going to hold for very long. That's okay. I think he's the most talented quarterback in the draft. I think he's the most talented. I just I just don't know how long that's going to work. And that's okay, too. Um, but I, the Atlanta stuff, to me, is fascinating. That division, Carolina, Atlanta, fairly warm weather in the south. Probably be comfortable. I mean, when you watch the tape, he throws a good ball. He does not have a huge arm, so it's not going to work in Chicago. His arm is okay. It's, it's not an elite top 10, 12 arm. So you're not, you're not going to put him in Buffalo or a, a Chicago or a Green Bay or like a Seattle's wet and windy. Uh, you know, their stadium's right by the Puget Sound. It can get really windy and really wet. That's not where you want him to play. But I think he's a really, really interesting player, and not everybody's a 401K. Uh, so, by the way, we'll have a draft expert at the Combine coming up top of next hour, Lance Zerline. I've used him for years. He's fantastic. His dad coached. He's a scout. He nails this stuff all the time. And, uh, you know, I thought in your update you were going to have some Luka and Kyrie Irving because last <laughs> night uh, they don't play a lick of defense, but Dallas looked pretty good last night with oh, those two. Interesting. You're coming around on uh, no. the best player in the NBA, Luka Doncic. No. I'm not no, coming. Not. Okay. 
Last night's not sustainable. Both guys drop 40 or more, and you what? give up 126 points and win. That's how, not do you, a, how do you think LeBron and Kyrie took down the Warriors uh, when they were the 73-win Warriors? Basically, every game, LeBron and Kyrie were putting up 40. Why can't Luka yeah, and Kyrie Le- do the same thing? Yeah, game? because LeBron is an elite defender at that time. These guys are bad defenders. Nobody defends in the league now. Come on. You know that. Warriors don't defend. Celtics don't defend. Bucks don't defend. I don't know. Miami defends. You don't. De- I think the best teams in the league all defend. I think the best good team- offense beats great great defense in 2023. You know this. I don't know. I watched the finals last year. Two best NBA defenses. It's fair. Yeah, that's the Suns' issue. My my Suns' issue is Durant plays defense. Aiton's hit and miss. Chris Paul's tries older. That they don't. Mikael Bridges was their they best. Got Tory Craig though, you know, he's a really he's a plus defender, as they like to say. <laughs> a plus defender. Who's the other kid? Josh Kogi, I think, is the other guy. He's the new kid they're playing. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it works. Yeah, good luck stopping Luca in the playoffs, guys. Well, if they get there. Oh, stop it! Six seed now and falling. Be sure to catch live editions of the Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, nine a.m. Pacific. This is Steve Cavino and Rich Davis, and together we are Cavino and Rich. Cavino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's right, Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show, heard weekdays from five to seven Eastern, two to four Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Cavino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah! Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Played in the NBA for over a decade, won a championship with the Celtics. He could shoot always looking for a shot. Eddie House in the house today for us. Okay, so I like the Kevin Durant move, but you are what you trade for and you are what you trade away. So Mikhail Bridges is a very good defender. He's gone. Here comes Durant. My guess is they'll have nights when they're really special, but I do worry about are they as good defensively? The Warriors are deep. The Clippers are deep. Memphis is deep. How do you view KD and the current Suns going forward? I think it was a, a great splash. It was like the biggest splash that you could think of that happened. Like You're like, wow, the Suns just got them. Pair him with Devin Booker. Pair him with Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton. Man, how fantastic it's going to be and fun to watch. But when you kind of get past that, and remember, Chris Paul has is aging. He's been injured. Devin Booker has been injured with hamstring injuries, and those things pop back up anytime, right? DeAndre Aiden has been questioned about his motor. To me, I look at it like it, it was. It looks good, but the depth of that team, you just named four teams, and that's not even including the Eastern Conference teams that I feel that are deeper than the Phoenix Suns. It looks good, uh, but I, it, they're gonna, it, it's all going to come down to seeding. Where do they, that first round, second round matchup, can they get to the conference finals? I think they can, but I don't think that they'll be able to win a championship with, with the team constructed. And I said this yesterday, I, I think the, the most pressure is on James Jones and Monty Williams because they have to make it work. There's new ownership. When you inherit guys as, as a new owner, you inherit the GM, you inherit that, that coach. That's not handpicked guys for you. So now if this doesn't work, you got to look that, th- that they'll probably be looking to replace these guys. Maybe Monty Williams could stay, but I believe that James Jones is definitely on the hot seat right now. And I love James. You know, Golden State, I, I said this, there's so much intellectual basketball capacity on that team. The Draymond, the Kerrs, uh, Steph, Clay, so many big games. It just t- like, it reminds me of the Patriots. They could stumble in September, but three months later, they'd figure out problems. Smart teams. You played on a Celtic team. Smart veteran players. They figure out their issues. It takes a, It's a lot of plane flights. It's a lot of playing together. But I watched Golden State in the last two weeks. They figured their bench out. Kuminga's now playing. Poole's now a gamer. Uh, Lamb. Uh, DiVincenzo. I look at Golden State. I still think they're the favorite in the West. What say you? Yeah, I think you got to go through Golden State. To me, you got to dethrone the champions to become the champions. And I think once they get healthy, that's been the, the issue for them. The only question that I have, uh, Colin, will be like their road record, how they play on the road, you know. And I think that there has been a disconnect with that team on the road. At home, everybody's at their own house. They're eating their own food, sleeping in their own bed, not forced to have to hang out with each other. When you go on the road, you are forced to hang out with each other or be loners. And it looks like when they've been playing on the road lately, and I me mean, all season long, they have kind of been loners, right? It's like clicked up. This 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 team is kind of clicked up. You got the youngsters and then you got the OGs and, and those guys are are hanging with each other. And I don't know if they're mixing too much. And I think that's the reason why you see them not play particularly well on the road, but at home, they're phenomenal. And when Steph Curry comes back, they're gonna get even better. I, I never will count the Golden State Warriors out because of their championship pedigree. 
their championship coaching staff, and just the fact that they have Steph Curry is a, a total game changer. Were you surprised the Clippers brought in Westbrook when you look at his previous three or four stops where he's kind of lost – kind of lost, I would say, you know, a step defensively. He's never been an elite shooter. Uh, he's a big personality, a big presence to bring in at a trade deadline. You don't have a camp to work some things out. It's not working right now. Were you surprised by it? Well, I was surprised in this regard that they needed guys that could space the floor, and he's not a floor spacer, right? It was the same situation when he was in L.A. with the Lakers, and he just – is not a floor spacer. He's a guy that's trying to get to the basket. Nobody's going to really guard him out at the three-point line. They got to figure out ways to make him be uh, effective without having to take as many shots or take as many threes. How can you do that? I think put him in the second unit, let him play with the second unit and not with the first unit. Paul George needs space to work. He likes to work in the mid-range. We know Kawhi needs space to work. He likes to work in the mid-range. And if you have a guy that's on the court that's not accounted for, beyond the three-point line, then there's going to be a lot of help defense and a lot of a lot of bodies that, and gaps that are going to be plugged. Last night, we seen it with Draymond Green, how he was sagging off. And at that point, if you're Russell, Russell Westbrook, you say, okay, if I'm not making the shot, how can I still be effective? Well, swing the ball real quick and go right into a ball screen. You set the screen, the guy will come off naked because the d- defense is all the way in the in the paint. He'll be able to get a wide-open shot or, or be able to get downhill with the defender on his heels because he's so far back. So it's just ways that they're going to have to try to tweak their offense. I would like to see him coming in with that second unit like he was with the Lakers. I thought he was much more effective that way. But the Clippers have much more problems than Russell Westbrook. Yeah. They can't stop anybody. They can't stop anybody, and that's a problem. When you're supposed to have two of the top two-way players on your team, and they're not they're not giving you it on the defensive end. What do you do now? I, I said I would have moved AD before the season. I think he peaked about three years ago. I think when bigs get banged up, they don't get healthier as they get older. Uh, some of this is, you know, he's a commodity, and you got to know sometimes when to move on with players, when to move into them, when to move out of them. So now LeBron has gotten to a point where you're going to get about 50 games with LeBron. He probably should be playing about 26 minutes a night, but the Lakers have leaned on him to play much more because often AD is gone. What do you do at the end of the season if they don't make the playoffs? What do you do if you're well, the I, yeah. I agree with you. Where I would have been moved off Anthony Davis. You got the championship from, from him. You got that championship. And now why the, you you got to strike while the iron was hot. His his value was a lot higher. Um I think last year and the year before, I would have looked to get off cuz he just can't stay healthy and the one thing we know we say availability, reliability is all the the most that's the best ability in sports and to me he's just not there and then seeing him sit out the other night even though they got that win knowing that you have to win games but you're still low management uh doing the low management thing and LeBron is out it's really your team I I I just I don't trust his health and that's it he's a phenomenal player when he's healthy but he's just not healthy that much I don't I don't think he's played 80 games or or 79 games his whole career Finally, uh, J-Mac and I disagree on this. Um, I I think if you're 90%, 85% as an NBA player, if I get Steph Curry for 18 minutes, that's better than not playing. Now, Steph's had some injuries. He's older. There are players, you know, that you, that you worry about. Uh, but the other night, AD came in. He was reportedly pain-free, and they didn't play him in a must-win road game. 
And, you know, J-Max thing is guys are playing longer now because, you know, they don't play every night. And my takeaway is, well, then shorten the season. But I think you got to gut it out and give me 14 minutes. I just think it's good for camaraderie. I think I, I think Kawhi Leonard's hard on a uh, hard on a coach and hard on a staff. He'll call up at 4 o'clock and say, I'm not playing. I think that's hard on teams. What do you do with load management? Where are you on that? I, I'm not a fan of load management at all. I think – uh, you know, coming from when I played and how what we played, uh, it was a badge of honor to try to get 82 games. And nobody's going to be 100% healthy once the season starts. You're going to have something that's bothering you. I re- I'll go back to when I was in college. You know, I, I got an elbow in my jaw, broke my jaw. I didn't miss a game. <laughs> I missed maybe two practices, but I didn't miss a game. Like, players play. You're supposed to go out there and play and try to play through it. If you are not injured, it's different from being hurt and being injured. If you are injured, then that's something different. Then you got to heal that injury and get right. But if you're hurt, we're all dealing with nagging injuries. We've seen Kobe with his finger popped out of socket, pop it back in. I see many guys do that. I see guys separate their shoulder, pop it back into place, and then go out and play. So, I mean, it, it's it, it's just a want to do. Is Do you love this game? And is this game, does it mean that much to you? And I'm not questioning some of these guys' love for it. I'm just saying that the sports medicine and everything behind it, the training staff, they have just made it to where now now it's, it's easier for you to sit out because they can say, well, look, these, this is the, the, the data that we have on if you play like this, then maybe we might not have you late. Well, in the Lakers case, they might, it might, it not, might not be a, a, a next time or late. You know, they might not make the play-in game. So every single game matters. If you're not hurt, you are healthy. You're able to go out there and play. I think guys should be playing. And I don't know what – I don't know what – I just believe that this collective bargain is going to be a whole lot. We might be looking at a lockout coming up. Yeah, Eddie House, you look great. Love hearing from you. We'll talk soon, Thank my you. man. Thank you. Have a good one. Thank Eddie you House. Me. So he doesn't – he's worried about the Suns. And by the way, I do think you make that move at the deadline. For a year and a half, I love the Suns. But it's a LeBron thing. KD and Chris Paul getting older – you know, if you could go to, to Kevin Durant and say, we're going to play at 27 minutes a night, and that's what we're going to play you. But I don't think they have the depth yeah, to do that. You can do realistic. that. With, by the way, the Warriors now can go to Steph Curry and say, 24 minutes a night, because Jordan Poole and Clay and DiVincenzo. I mean, you can see what Golden State's doing. They're building this thing so they don't have to play Clay. Mm-hmm. They can play him 55. They'll play him home games, but they won't play Steph on the road. They'll pay him 24 minutes. If you look at how deep the Warriors are at guard now, DiVincenzo, Peyton in a month, Clay. Don't forget about the pool party. By the way, you (laughs) didn't talk about him enough last night. How electric is he with the basketball? It's fun. He's more than fun. Yeah. This guy is exciting. I love watching Jordan Poole. Like, I don't know if you want to play with him because he's very ball hoggish, but watching that guy go to work, like, it's tough to guard him, man. You can't stay in front of him. No, he's good. He's like you, except he makes the shots. Oh, Want more Herd? The Herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search Herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 